0: This is a podcast for spiritual downloads, star seeds, light workers, and authenticity. Spiritual awareness is advised. Welcome to the 1111 synchronized podcast. So glad to have you here on today. Let's join together by taking a deep breath in and a deep breath out. Can you all feel the energy, the vibe is high? The tribe is searching. So if you're feeling overwhelmed or just a lot of emotions coming up for yourself or others, please be mindful that there's a lot going on. So if you get a chance tonight, look up at the sky you'll see a beautiful full moon if you're catching this in real time. And if you're not catching this in real time, still look up at the sky and remember there is more than meets the eye. So if you have any topics that you would like to submit, any requests that you would like to hear covered, please send those to my inbox on Instagram at AgentK21Podcast. Please hit me up on my email or any other means of getting in contact with me. Let me know what you want to hear. Let me know if you want to be featured on one of these episodes there's a topic you have that you want to talk about or if you want to nominate someone please of course check with them and then let them know and see if they would even be interested in that as well so it's a lot of vibes going on right now a lot of vibes we have a full moon in the sign of the lion and the lion really represents you know pride and courage and passion so it might be a lot of energy this week in the coming weeks as well and so with that I uh, really harnessed this energy of courage and pride and honor and growth etc and I had a performance on the previous day so I'm actually still kind of jet lag recovering from that whole night so if you want to see that video I'll have that probably posted in a couple of days I will come back to this episode and have it listed in the recommendation. Um, You can also click on the Linktree link as well. That will take you to all the services I provide and I'll also have the performance if you want to see that available. But if you haven't already uh, checked out the Linktree link, you'll be able to see different things that are uh, suggested, such as donation-based counseling. If you are looking to find someone to be of a listening ear, maybe give some guidance. You just need that space. You know, this is the month of normally we celebrate, traditionally, depending on where you are, celebrating events like Valentine's Day. And that can be a beautiful thing or it can be a triggering thing. So remember, self love is the most important foundational love you can have and out of that breeds everything else so fret not and if you are feeling isolated sad alone depressed whatever the case is please do yourself a favor in the universe at large and book yourself a session you can click that link in the counseling link or in the link tree link that's listed as counseling tab you can also use that as well Um, additionally And part of that counseling, you'll be able to find Reiki healing and cardinal healing. If you haven't heard the previous episode, please check that out. If you want to hear more about what Reiki is and hear the certified Reiki um, personnel, you can listen to the previous episode to hear more about that and get more um, an introduction through that. Also, dream interpretations are available via the counseling link as well. So if you're having some really challenging dreams that you're not really understanding or having trouble deciphering, please feel free to submit them. If you haven't already, uh, please subscribe to the YouTube channel. Uh, videos will be coming out as quickly as possible for previous episodes until we reach this current time um, where you will be able to interact with a live visual um, If you haven't checked out the merchandise store, please check out the merch store. Get yourself some merchandise. Rock some 1111 paraphernalia. Just go get it. And Please feel free to share any of these resources, recommendations, episodes, YouTube, any of it. I really appreciate anything that you guys share. Um, So feel free to do that. You don't have to ask. If you can share it, please do. Um, also, if you want to leave a review... Uh, I know my Apple podcast subscribers can leave a star rating or write a review. All is appreciated just as much as donations are appreciated. So if you want to give back in any way, please feel free to do so. And on Spotify now, you can actually answer a Q&A. That will be available on the Spotify platform. So if you listen through Spotify, feel free to engage through the Q&A section as well. And if you are looking to be a part of this movement, this new age, and this wave of healers that are not only talking the talk, but walking the walk. And you want to be a part of this empire that I'm building from the ground up. Please reach out. Let me know what your talent is, what your gifting is, and what you would like to contribute to this empire. Um, So as I said, this is a Beautiful month with a lot of energy going on right now. And, uh you know, I can really get into... Uh, my perfectionist gets really heightened when it comes to me performing. So that's a beautiful, synchronistic event that I'd be doing this episode after having a performance. So I'm very grateful that it's all aligning. And, um, you know, this is also... Uh, many things to celebrate this month. One of those things that I encourage us all to celebrate this month is Black History. So happy Black History Month to all out there. And if you're listening in Europe, your Black History is actually in October. So you can celebrate with us still and we'll celebrate again with you in October. So it is Black History Month. Um, if you weren't aware of that and if you want to celebrate that. So, throughout the month of February, I will be giving shout outs to prominent African descent leaders um, and pioneers. And I'll also like to start this month off with a challenge. So, the challenge for this month is for anyone, for those who use this, to be mindful and aware. And I challenge you to not use the N-word for the entire month of February. See, because I could go on my whole rant as to why, out of all the months, Black History Month, at least in America, is celebrated during the shortest month of the year. But I'll save that conversation for another day. So let's not be a part of the problem by um, helping these institutions that promote derogatory things and let us not, let us be aware of the ways we might be doing that to ourselves and to others. So I'm not saying uh, this is a challenge just for people of color. This is a challenge for everyone because I hear minorities who are not of African descent still use this word. And I definitely believe people who are perhaps of a different, Race, use this word as well, behind closed doors. So what I'm asking is if you accept this challenge, that you be aware of this. And not only just this, be aware of all the subtleties that minority groups experience, especially those of African descent, especially those who have been blessed with melanin. Be mindful of that. See, for me, I can't help but see the subliminal messages everywhere. That's why certain things I cannot engage with. And this is, again, not to shame anyone who does use that word. I'm not, you know, encouraging you to go cold turkey necessarily, but I am challenging you to see if you can refrain from using certain words during this month. It'd be a good challenge. But no shame if you use it. No shame if you slip up and use it. I've used it before. Other people have used it before. So it's not a judgment if you use it. But it is a challenge. And let's just let's just test our strengths and see see how far we can go with that. So, um, in this day for Black History, <clears throat> I want to give a shout out to a beautiful family that I've actually had the pleasure of meeting virtually, at least. And so. Uh, along many of the things that I can kind of get involved in, somehow or another, I've been um, established or a part of the uh, Writers and Publishers Guild here where I'm located. And, you know, I had subscribed to this, I guess, at some point, and I received an email from this Writers Guild. And in that email there was a uh, a Zoom meeting that was gonna be set up to interview and discuss this family dynamic. So it is a father and daughter team. Um, and they recently published back in 2020, they recently published um, a book and it was actually published by a seven year old at the time. And her name is Imani. I'm not exactly sure how to pronounce her last name. Imani Gikuri. And um, I want to give her a shout out today. So thank you, Miss Imani, for publishing this book. Her book is available on Amazon. and It is called My COVID Adventures, written by Imani K. And um, not only did they write a book, not only did she write a book, but they also recorded a 37-minute movie called Shy. Now, if you stay till the tail end, I'll play an excerpt from the trailer. So if you want to hear more about that, and I will also leave the link to actually watch the movie. I encourage you to watch the movie. It's well done. It's inspiring. It's, for me personally, as a amateur film director, (laughs) it was very inspiring to see someone, um, Imani's father, more, Mora, I'm not exactly sure to pronounce his name either, I do apologize, but he never had formal training in film, but you would never know that from, from this video, from this movie. So if you have time, if you can make the time, I should say, we all have time, but I would encourage you to make the time to watch this movie. Uh, feel free to share it, of course. I find it very fascinating it's a very well depiction of black history so if you're like you don't even know where to start with black history month there's nothing to be embarrassed about you can always learn you can always grow it's never too late to stop learning and growing so i want to send that shout out thank you Missy imani you will get the recognition for today's black history fact black history month we celebrate you thank you so much so today's topic is about perfection. But before I get into perfection, because what the goal really is is to strive for excellence. Because perfection is an illusion. Perfection is unachievable on this side. So that's setting us up for a losing weight, a losing race. And we have to be our own best friend, but oftentimes we're our own worst critic. So as I mentioned, I had a performance the previous night. I'm still reeling and recovering from it. Too much kratom, too much cough. I'm still amped up off of that. I'm still half awake right now. But, um, (laughs) you know, I realized that I'm definitely my own worst critic. Now, as a recovering perfectionist, I want to speak about the topic of perfection, what it is, where it may come from, and how we can attune to it, how we can integrate it, and how we can grow from this. So before I get into that, let's take a quick intermission and I will come back and discuss more about perfectionists. get it I get it People looking away. Within, I try to stare into their eyes, now they are hiding them Let me reach into your soul, cause you're providing gems Long time nourishment, put the fruits in the bin Break bread with the kin. when you listen, condemn And now you're eating with your friends, while you're waiting on him? But then they get up and they leave, cause you're too feminine And now they all disappear, when it's time to admin I get it, I get it, I get it on the flow I get it, I get it, I get it behind the door I get it, I get it, I get it on the flow I get it, I get it, I get it behind the dough. I get it, I get it, I get it on the flow. I get it, I get it, I get it behind the dough. I get it, I get it, I get it on the flow. I get it, I get it, I get it behind the dough. They say the eyes is the window of the soul. So open up and pour me out a blessing for me though. You ain't nobody good when you sittin' in the hood and doing collective criticism like a nigga would. How about you learn a new word that we all can say instead of repeating injustice and self hate? But I guess the you. Youth ain't gon' learn, but you gon' learn today. Let me leave it right here, too many words to say. Welcome back. That was, I Get It, by the artist we know and love, known as Mary J. Juana. So we are talking about perfection and perfectionists today. But really, the question is, what is a perfectionist? So let's turn it over to our best friend Google. What does Google have to say? So, according to the Oxford Dictionary on Google, perfectionist is a person who refuses to accept any standard short of perfection. Wow. That's a pretty harsh definition. Refuses. A person refuses to accept any standard short of perfection. My goodness, I'm getting anxiety just hearing that. Wow, I mean, there's a lot of things we can refuse, but to refuse to accept a standard short of perfection, that's living up to an impossible standard. So thank you, Google. That is Google's interpretation of what perfectionist is. Here's mine. (laughs) So according to me, (laughs) A perfectionist is a trauma response. It is a response to criticism. It is a response to judgment. It is a response to perceived judgment. It is a response to overwhelming pressure and expectation placed on someone at a young age. It is the burden of being and being loved for what you do, maybe not for who you are. It is the trauma response of no mistakes allowed. It is the trauma response of get it right the first time. It is the trauma response of the mindset of, if you want something done correctly, do it yourself. That is what a perfectionist is to me. Now, it could be many different things. These are just a few examples. But that's what I think a perfectionist really is. I think it is an aversion to trauma. So typically in our youth, in our childhood, there are different categories we may fall into, such as the black sheep, the scapegoat, the golden child. All of these different things have different ways of coping with those categories. Now, interestingly enough, most of these categories can be interchangeable because they usually stem from the same core wound. So they may present as opposition, they may present differently on the surface, but at the source, at the core of it, they're the same, just two sides of one coin. So for example, the black sheep is an inversion, inversion of the golden child and the golden child is an inversion of the black sheep so for example the identified black sheep in a cohort in a family system or a group setting that black sheep that role typically is someone who's outcast rebellious you know whatever so there's that standard that idolization of the black sheep they're going to do their own thing we're not even going to try, they're defiant, they're fill-in-the-blank, whatever, this, they're that, and if the black sheep does anything exceptionally the opposite of their norm, they can easily become the golden child and vice versa. So then you see the golden child, the golden child is the exact opposite on the surface at least. It appears to be the exact opposite from the black sheep you know where the black sheep is always getting into trouble the golden child is never getting into trouble where the black sheep is being disobedient the golden child is very obedient etc so you see these opposite dynamics but what happens if that golden child decides to be disobedient one day what happens if that golden child decides to rebel how quickly that same person can become now the black sheep. So they are typically interchangeable roles, depending on our preferences, depending on our temperaments, depending on a lot of different things. So typically, someone who grew up as a golden child may become a perfectionist. doesn't have to be. This can take any shape, any form needed. But using the example of the golden child, where there's the expectation that you will do things perfectly, the expectation that you will be agreeable, the expectation that you will be obedient, and therefore and there So there can be an extreme amount of pressure to maintain that facade. There can be an extreme amount of pressure because if the golden child gets out of line, either there's some form of rejection some form of punishment could be silent treatment could be physical punishment it could be a number of different things so in order to not have those repercussions the trauma response is to become a perfectionist so the uh, unique position of the golden child is carrying the weight and the pressure to have to always be a performer have to always be on spot on spotlight on cue Because any mistakes allowed, any cracks in the facade, any flaws, any cracks in the surface can be resulted with punishment. Could be withdrawal of affection, could be verbal abuse, could be anything. And then that golden child has to face that reality of am I even loved for who I am? Or am I loved for what I do? Or what I conform to do? So perfectionism is really a cry for help is really not truly loving ourselves because we are not perfect and the more we love ourselves the more we can love those imperfections the more we can see our cracks our deficits our flaws our perceived flaws as beautiful and worthy just as worthy as our strengths that our challenges have just as much importance as our strengths that our quote-unquote weaknesses are not weaknesses at all And so those are some mindsets and challenges for the golden child to break through. So what does a golden child look like on a more emotional side of things? So just listing some attributes. A golden child can be very critical and judgmental of themselves and others. They can be superficial, they can be ego-driven, they can be selfish, in a way that only prioritizes what they're doing. What they're doing is more important. They can be um, having more of that um, hierarchy mindset where they're above others and others are not as good as them. They can live in a state of denial. They can easily be caught in overlays. Overlays are pretty much an example of denial meets denial meets uh fantasy denial meets fantasy is is kind of what an overlay is where you're not really perceiving reality as it is um they can be condescending they can have poor boundaries and believe it or not they can have a very low self-esteem they can lack confidence they can be goal-oriented to the point where they push themselves to extreme measures unhealthy measures you know they're the kind of people that don't take breaks they don't have days off they may not take a lunch break none of that they probably may have sleeping deficits as well and they tend to be very stressed individuals if you have to keep up an image of perfection that's very stressful if you have to Uh, put a filter over your life that's very stressful perfection is too hard to keep up with because it's not real it's not reality it's just a show so perfectionist the antidote to perfectionist is authenticity if you want to hear more about authenticity i did an episode titled authenticity And that is the antidote for perfectionists. Because perfectionists may have trouble even admitting that they're human, even admitting that they have struggles. And so the real question is when did that first occur? When did that become an issue to acknowledge our weaknesses? Was it taken advantage of when it was acknowledged? Was it bullied out? Was it shamed? Was it ridiculed? you know, where you chastise for your weaknesses, that is how to integrate it by understanding the root causes of it. And interestingly enough, one of the core woundings, one of the core root wounding of perfectionists, the root is shame. The core wounding are the core root of perfectionist is shame now if you recall if you've been listening to these um perhaps you've heard then another episode that i did that i mentioned shame as a root cause as well that episode was addictions so perfectionist is an addiction it's chasing this high that is not attainable it's chasing this standard that is guaranteed to fail If you're guaranteed to fail, then that keeps you in a perpetual state of being on that hamster wheel. It keeps you in a perpetual state of longing and chasing. The very opposite of attraction. So perfectionist actually works against you when it comes down to the law of attraction. If you want to hear more about the law of attraction, I'd have a whole playlist ready for you called the law of attraction and if you haven't already please make sure you get that manifest that shit playlist that'll help anchor in that energy that frequency to help manifest your dreams and goals and always check back because I'm always adding more songs to those playlists because perfection is not a state of being it's not a place to arrive to so as more information is gathered more songs will be added as well so, the core root of perfection is shame. So, every time, let's go back to Google's definition. Google, you said a person who refuses to accept any standard short of perfection. So, what happens if you refuse to accept any standard short of perfection, even for yourself? That means every time you fall short of that personal standard, that personal expectation, you fall right into shame. You fall right into the mindset, the vibration, the energy, the attitude, the atmosphere of shame. It reinforces that I'm too much. It reinforces that I'm not enough. It reinforces that I should criticize myself. It reinforces that negative self-talk. So the core core root of perfectionist is shame. Because every time you fall short, you're going to feel shame. It's just not really a way around that in my opinion if there is I'm all ears and there there may be and I do think that the way around that is to integrate the way around that is to harness more of your authenticity that means showing up as real as you are in any given moment that's what helping dismantle this perfectionist mindset really is now as a result the law of attraction would have it that you attract the vibration that you're in. So if you're a perfectionist, more than likely you attract people who require you to stay in that limited box of perfection. You attract people who are easily disappointed when you let them down. You attract people who hold grudges. You attract people who keep the score. You may attract people who count all your mistakes and all your flaws and may use them against you. So, in order to change that attraction point, you have to readjust your own energy, readjust your own atmosphere by integrating what you feel shame about, by integrating this standard of perfection. Where did it come from? Who placed that standard on you? What was the expectation of you growing up? Were you to overachieve? Were you to get good grades? Were you to go to college and You either did or did not do that and that has made certain paths available to you and has made certain energies that you may carry. So for example, if you were someone who grew up in an environment that was pressured to go to school and you go to school but you didn't really want to, but you do it anyway because that was the expectation, you may fall into the energy of resentment and vice versa for someone who did not want to go to school they may later on feel a potential feeling of missing out or feeling like they wish that they were pushed more in that direction so no one can tell you what that looks like for you that is an individual path to really understand and if you need help just breaking that stuff down and really understanding it reflecting it back to you that is primarily what therapy is for. That is a service I offer and that's a service that can be offered out, outside of me as well. So I encourage people to get help either with me through my service or some other service. There's no, I hate to use this word again, but there's no shame in getting help. But oftentimes perfectionists do not reach out for help because that is seen as failure and that is seen as falling short of that standard. So a couple of ways to integrate our desire for perfection. In order to integrate anything that you're working on, you have to have awareness. So become aware. Become aware of your perfectionist habits. Become aware of your thoughts about perfectionists. Become aware of your thoughts about other people that you see striving for perfection. How it makes you feel and what your thoughts are about them as well. And then begin to show compassion Compassion first to yourself and for your inner child, for your former selves, and also to others as well. So show compassion when you look back at old photos, when you look back at old videos or whatever. Instead of judging yourself, instead of criticizing yourself, instead of going towards the flaws, instead of going towards what other people have said and planted in your head, start looking at what you can appreciate about yourself. Start looking at how you can have compassion Instead of being so cringeworthy about who we've been in the past, recognize we wouldn't be who we are now if we didn't have that past version. So let's honor and with gratitude and appreciation for that past self. Thank yourself for going through all those awkward moments. Thank yourself for being, you know, whatever. Acknowledge it, appreciate it, and then move forward. And do the same for others. So if you recognize That we're constantly judging others. It usually is a deflection from our own pain and our own suffering. So if you look at someone and the first thing you want to say is something critical, why not pause and think of something you can appreciate? Because see, again, it goes back to that law of attraction. We tend to attract what we are. And we tend to attract the lessons we need to learn and integrate. And so if you're a perfectionist and you've attracted people who hold you to that standard of perfection, it reinforces that not good enough when you let them down, when you show that you're human. And they will potentially even demand that you stay in that perfection. And oftentimes, our human system is wired to the place that we tend to remember the negative before the positive. That's why mindfulness is so important. That's why a state of gratitude is so important. I don't have to ask anybody to remember something negative. It's more challenging to remember something positive. Most people hold on to bitterness and resentment as a way to hold the other person accountable or as a way to um, remember so they don't forget. And so forgiveness can be an obstacle for those of us who can struggle with holding grudges and how that affects the standards that we have for ourselves and others. So we have to forgive our past selves. We have to forgive other people as well to move through the healing process. And forgiveness is its own topic which I may get into next time but that is an entire topic that is its own bag of tricks. (laughs) I don't know. See I don't even know what word to use for that but forgiveness is a tough one for most people so that's why compassion is important give yourself compassion for not getting it the first time give yourself compassion for not forgiving give yourself compassion for every little deed and give that also to others because the more that we can appreciate we have to start appreciating ourselves first in order to even be able to look at anything to appreciate about somebody else so that when someone else is irritating the heck out of you you can pause and say I understand their pain I don't appreciate what they're doing I don't respect it however I understand it and that can help us make different choices with the way we interact with people and it helps us move from a heart-centered versus head-centered so when people make mistakes charge it to the head not to the heart because at the core of who we are is his light is love but We all have different choices that happen on this path. So it doesn't mean don't hold people accountable, but it does mean have compassion. Then some more practical things to do if you're a perfectionist or a recovering perfectionist is to do something new. Do something that you're not good at. See, when you do something new, you're putting yourself out there. You're putting yourself in the position to fail, which is great. Because we learn from each quote-unquote failure we have. So I'll share this is that I recently uh, started working at a new company. And it's out of my comfort zone very much. And it has its own set of circumstances that make the work rewarding and challenging. And it's new for me. And so my perfectionness gets really triggered because the mindset of, you know, I can pick up an instrumental music and be good at that real quick, picking up this job, not necessarily the same. So I'm actually learning how to reintegrate that perfection wound because I'm in a a branch of things that is so outside of my scope. So I recently started a position where I've never worked in a hospital setting before, so I've um, embraced working as a mental health therapist at a behavioral hospital, also known as a mental hospital or a psychiatric hospital, more traditionally an asylum. Thank goodness for progress, right? Right. We're not locking people away anymore. That's so good. Thank you, God. We just learned we need to talk to people. Wow, good job, people. <laughs> so, it's out of my scope, but it is part of my path, and so I'm learning a lot. And it's all full circle. Everything gets a return. It's all full circle. So, <clears throat> it's my honor to be able to get out of my comfort zone and exactly the exact lessons I've been asking for and know I needed. So it's challenging, but it is also very rewarding. And then, lastly, doing shadow work, digging into your childhood, understanding where, what were the unspoken rules in your household, what were the expectations, what pressure or um, obligations were placed upon you, and then also, where the shame reside, where were you shamed? Or what things do you feel shame about that are asking to be integrated, to become whole, that are crying out for love and acceptance? So, as I mentioned, I had a performance. And as great as I love music, when it comes down to performing, I can definitely be way in my head, way more than I need to be. But also realizing that's my greatest gift, but also has its own wounding as well. Because when I have a natural talent for music, for instance, it was competition. It was energies of jealousy surrounded around those things. And it was the facade of support. There were elements of support, but there was also the shadow elements of competition jealousy, undermining, all these different things, judgment especially, criticism, definitely. So that is where my work resides and I was able to really process that and really realize the things that I need to sit with. So meditation is a great way to help integrate these things. Um, Getting out in nature is a great way. Observing nature. Nature doesn't care about perfection. Observing your own thoughts. Why is perfection important to you? What would that mean if you could reach perfection? It's not a state of being. What good would it be to be perfect? So really understand your thoughts, your beliefs, your mindset about it. And then just breathe it in and breathe it out. So happy Black History Month. I look forward to seeing you guys again. Please listen to this trailer that I was going to play here shortly. Check out the movie that is the trailer that's going to be played here. Once you hear the trailer, if you feel excited and encouraged to watch the movie, please do so. It's not a very long movie. It's a very short film. But thank you all for rocking with me. Please enjoy. Look up at the sky. Breathe it in. Breathe it out. Be good to yourself and good to others and know that you are perfectly imperfect, just the way you are. So take care, until next time.
1: My movie Shy was inspired by my interests in the unsung contributions of Africans throughout history. um, My love for black music and my infatuation with sci-fi and fantasy movies. The short film is about a sorceress, played by my wife Denise, who must travel back in time to get help from historic heroes in order to defeat an immortal villain, played by my daughter Imani. I wanted to create something that could teach and show imagery that we typically don't see in popular movies, but also be fun and exciting. We all played multiple roles I put a lot of work into the locations, costumes, makeup, and visual effects. I'm not classically trained in film, writing, or visual effects, so I learned a lot throughout the whole process. It was a lot of work, but really fun to make. I wanted to create something that I would enjoy watching, and also my family and friends, but honestly that anybody would enjoy watching. I hope people maybe learned a few things and really enjoy the ride.